Hello and welcome to My Pleasure, a podcast hosted by a person. Her name is Esther. That's me, I guess. Um, According to United States law, that is me. So welcome. I wanted to start quickly by reminding you this weekend, Saturday night, I will be in Atlanta performing stand-up for the first time, mind you. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued to see what Atlanta has to offer. That's this Saturday night. And then Sunday night, I will be in Raleigh, North Carolina. I have done stand-up there. I was there last year. And I'm excited. Tickets are at estheronice.com while I have you. The rest of the year, I'll be in Boston, New York City, D.C., Madison, Wisconsin, Chicago, Detroit. You can get tickets to all those stand-up shows at estheronice.com. I'm really looking forward to having special nights with all of you. Now, on to the next, on to the show. No, honestly, today I want to talk to you about how I'm feeling a couple things in an overwhelming capacity. I'm, I feel these things so strongly that it's like they're hitting me in the face everywhere I turn. The first one is a little bit sillier. Um, the first one is that I think as a culture, we are all entering into our Trisha Paytas era. What do I mean? What could I possibly mean? Well, I just think that the only person who makes any sense online is is Trisha Paytas. She posts TikToks constantly of herself eating McDonald's of she recently got a big container. No, what is it called? A package of Charmin Ultra toilet paper bedazzled or Swarovski crystalled design decorated. And she's like, I love toilet paper because my initials are TP. Like, And I think that's really the only way to exist is by just being so exactly who you are, what you feel, what you think with any, with no reservation, with, with no regard to what anyone else might think or judge you for and no sort of conformity, no thoughts of like, what, what should I, how can I fit in? It's just like, how can I be exactly me and exactly my thoughts and put them out there? And everything that's not that is fucking embarrassing. Okay. And the other, this is the other big thought today. I think existing is absolutely humiliating. It is so embarrassing to exist. And I'll tell you how I got to this place because we fucking ruined it. We ruined existing by overdoing it. It was, it used to be just fine to like, just be a person. And now we've seen everyone do everything and say, and, and, and move. And we've seen everything on the internet. We've seen it all. I hate even calling it the internet because it's just life now. Like there isn't, there doesn't need to be this big separation. Like there's some people who exist online and there's not, no, we're all there. And that's just the way of the world. But like, because we've, we've all been doing so much and sharing so much, it has now for me come full circle to just existing is inherently humiliating. And that's why I think Trisha Paytas is the only one doing it right because she knows 
it's humiliating to exist. And she's almost bypassing that entirely and bejeweling toilet paper and like is proud of it and is excited for it and is wearing matching sweaters with Holly Madison of Girls Next Door play Playboy fame, eating Happy Meal. Like there's just something about that to me that is so pure. It's so reflective of like the culture that we grew up in. Me and Trisha are the same age, both from Illinois. Like everything I see her do, I, I relate to, I connect with. And I'm like, yes, like just do whatever the fuck you want. And obviously she's like this performance artist and we're all so lucky to have her. Like she is not working, you know, she has time and resources to do this performance art. Like she is our Angeline. Um, and we're lucky to have her. And yeah, like, I don't really know how to cope with this, this new place I'm in where I feel like it's embarrassing to exist because, okay, there's like a few strategies. One is I try to really specifically focus and hone in on like, what's my deal? What, what, what am I passionate about? What am I working on? What's my higher purpose? What am I drive driving driving towards something like that. And for me right now, that is my stand up. That is. And what does that even mean? Breaking that down further. It's like expressing my thoughts and feelings on things, hopefully in a funny way, being very specific to who I am, being very honest and true to who I basically, whatever formula Trisha Paytas uses to make a TikTok about Starbucks, that's what I use to craft my stand-up act. Like it's the same thing. They're just different art forms, they're different mediums. And I think that's why I have so much respect for her and what she's doing, because I really fucking see it. I see the honesty. I like literally have more respect for her social media feed than I do for probably most stand-up comedians and that's not a knock it's not it's not meant to be a knock at stand-up it's like no I just am I'm looking at things a little bit differently haha <laughs> that's not that's like the most egotistical fucking you think you're so special thing to say I look at things a little differently but I do and I probably don't mean that in a good way and you, you can probably tell it's not really in a good way um but I'm just, yeah. So anyways, like getting back to how to not be humiliated to be alive. Like, I think if I just focus on whatever it is that is my thing, my project, my passion, like that's what's not actually embarrassing. And what's so key to that is that your passion, your thing can be anything. Like if you are just focused on something that you care about that isn't just scrolling or by the way, like your thing might just be selfies of you and that's also allowed. But if you're doing it with intention, with purpose, like what my point is, is it can be anything and it can be something that seems so easy for other people to judge you for. And they're wrong because if you know what you're up to and you're focused on it and you wake up every day and you're excited to think about whatever that project or thing is like 
And I don't care if you make zero dollars from it. I don't care if it costs you money. Side note, like a lot of my passions or things that fall into this category cost me money. Like I, a big part of my stand-up journey right now is having all of my sets filmed so that I can watch them so that I can possibly like take clips from them, you know, to promote my, my act and stuff and, you know, selling tickets. And like, that's expensive. Like that cost me money. And I was talking about this with Dave the other night. Like he was like, wait, it costs you that much. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, this is fun. This is like, I don't, roll up to the comedy store at 11 15 on a Thursday to like make the $50 check that I get. Like I'm there to have a like personal artistic fun experience and mind you that may not always happen, but that's what I'm after. And that is when I feel not embarrassed. And so I'm following that lead. I'm like, okay, anything. And I, it's weird. Like I bet you could gut check for yourself, like what feels embarrassing to you and what doesn't. And I keep in mind, like I used to be a person that, and I stand by this. I stand by this person that I used to be, which is that nothing ever embarrassed me. And there's still that in me. And it, it, you know, maybe these are all different confusing definitions of the word embarrassment or the feeling of embarrassment. But I do think it used to be cool to not, feel embarrassment about anything. And I think social media ruined that because then we saw everyone do everything. And now you get it. I'm, I'm like going a little bit too confusing with it, but stick with me. Like, you know, when you're doing something for the right reason and when you're doing it for the wrong reason. And so my whole thing today and like looking ahead is like digging in and seeing what what is for the right reason? What is for my expression, my creativity, my fulfillment? Because fuck me, it is fulfillment is a whole other category in life that like a lot of us can so easily ignore. Like bitch, I can do so much and completely ignore the category of fulfillment. And that's when I start to realize, oh, that's why I have anxiety. Oh, that's why I like, you know, just don't feel right or whatever it is. And so like, I'm trying to dig into this new category of fulfillment. And that is where all embarrassment melts away and doesn't matter. It's like, if you, let's say you look, let's give like a really bare bones, basic, lame, easy example. Like, let's say that you look like absolute shit. You're like, you're so tired. I'm using that as looking like shit. Cause lately you guys in your thirties, like if you're tired, it's, it's not cute. Like, but I like it still. Okay. So let's say you look fucking like shit. You haven't slept in three days. Your hair is greasy. It's like peasy and greasy. You have, there's absolutely no makeup on your face. And so you just look kind of dead. You look dead. And let's also throw in you're bloated and you're in bad clothes and someone, you know, sees you. Okay. Right. Right. At the, right out the gate. You're like, Oh God. And let's have it be someone you respect and you want their respect. Ugh horrible thought, right? Now let's add in there that you're fucking while you look like shit and see the person you want to 
get their respect, you're doing something that you respect yourself for doing. You're doing something that fucking fulfills you that you feel good about. Let's say you are, you're, you're at a soup kitchen and you're feeding people who have less than you and you're doing something that feels good in your heart. I actually think you don't feel bad about how you look anymore. You're like, Oh, wait, no, I'm, you're good. Or let's say you're, for me, I was, let's say I was doing a set and it was going great and I was really feeling myself. I wouldn't care that I looked ugly as fuck I, or, you know, that my hair is greasy. I, I would be so in it. And I think like, I think there's a million examples of things that if they're fulfilling you, a lot of things on the outside stop mattering. They don't matter. And so that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm after. Like that's the energy that I want to find and bring and curate and obsess over and focus on because you know why? I have no choice. I cannot think about how embarrassing it is to to exist, to just exist. Like let me give you an example of of existing that I don't like. Um sitting or standing in line for something and like being so uncomfortable with like existing in the outside world that I'm just staring at my phone. Like I hate that feeling. I feel like a cog in like a precog. I feel like I'm in minority report and my body is being used for science in a bad, bad way. I don't feel good. Like I would so much rather stand there in the line and like look around and like in my mind, imagine of a fantasy or like, I just, I need to get back inside the brain. I want boredom, bring me boredom. Like I, and it's so hard to come by boredom at this point because it's so easy to scroll. It's so easy. And I, you guys know, I have a, I do have a happy, healthy relationship with social media. I like it. It's fulfilling. It is social for me. I connect with others, but you know what I'm talking about? There's two versions, right? There's the happy fun version. And then there's the version where like you just go to rot your brain and escape your thoughts. And like, that sucks. That's, I don't like that. That's where I feel embarrassed. If I'm scrolling blindly when waiting in line at the coffee shop, like I hate that, that picture. I hate that page in my book like and it's a picture book like a storybook written for kids and like there there's the girl standing there I am you know waiting for my it's great once I get the coffee but like waiting there it sucks it's like no just I I need to stop staring at the phone for no reason and we all do it and it's not like it's that bad but it's I don't like it I I don't want to do it. I want to come back to earth. Like I do want to like touch grass a little bit, you know? And with that though, with this journey, whatever this is, I can't believe I used the J word (laughs) journey. I, with that, there's like other things too that are coming to mind and coming up for me right now. Like one of them is being a slave to the notifications that is where I don't like existing. I don't like being in that zone where the notifications are pulling me in. And I actually mostly mean like messages from other people. I'm really feeling this pull on me and it doesn't feel good, but people, and that's, 
there's good and bad, right? Because then there's the, the good people who are adding to your life and make life more fulfilling. But you know there's also like things that are just pulling you out of your daydream for no reason. And that's my fault, right? Like I need to have notifications set on silent or whatever. But I think like, again, I'm just to like, you know, circle dot the I, cross the T, whatever, underline, star, asterisk. Like the point here is that that I have figured it out as we're going. It's like, it's embarrassing to exist. And it's not embarrassing though, when you're actually purposeful and passionate and doing something that you respect yourself or whatever. So that's the zone I want to go towards. And I want to get bored. Like I want to get lost in boredom. I want to refine my creativity. Like I would not be a creative person today if I didn't spend so many years bored alone in my bedroom. Like that is what made me who I am. And I'm not saying everything about who I am is good. Like that's, oh, that's the other exhausting as fuck discovery this year is that like so many things about me are like just personality things that you think are like that's my personality I'm just like that no it's just like how you were raised and like what your attachment style is based on how your caregivers did or did not like give you care and again like learning that stuff about yourself is really cool and insightful and it always feels good to know more but then it gets like exhausting and you get like a hangover from it because you're like well, what do I do with this information how do I move forward how do I process it and how do I make it so that knowing this is making my life better and it's not just making my life one where I just think about it all the time and like have pity I don't know or the other thing too is like a lot of those things, like me being like anxious attached or anxious avoidant attachment, like they're funny, but then they like stop being funny and it's like, wait, oh no, this is a problem and it needs to be fixed. And so I'm just kind of dealing with that lately. And I don't know, like my body just feels so fatigued and I don't know if it's, I'm just like constantly processing these emotions and these weird feelings and Again, like I am also in another weird place in my life where I have more time and more, I have more awareness about what's ahead. I think I'm used to living in a, like in a little bit more unknown and there's a writer's strike. Like I'm not currently on a TV series. Like I don't really, it's not like I'm sitting waiting for a phone call. Like I know exactly what my next few months look like. And that gives me the opportunity to plan things, which I'm not used to having. And there's something about that that stresses me out. Like the fact that I'm able to plan stuff doesn't mean I want to. And then there's guilt, like, oh, you're not doing this. And I don't know, I think I'm just harder on myself than I've realized. And that is so self-fulfilling, like the harder I am on myself than the worse I feel and like who the fuck wants that like I want to lean into the happiness and the fun and like I don't know when I thought about the writer strike happening and like you know all of Hollywood shutting down initially I was like well this is you know gonna be a 
positive time where everyone comes together and we pick it and, you know, we assert ourselves and whatever. And also there's something fun and romantic about that. But I, in practice, that's not what's happening for me at all. It's like, oh yeah, duh. I still have this whole other aspect of my career that I need to focus on. So I don't know. I think I also have like, I'm like mourning the loss of what I imagined the writer strike to be, which is sadly, I thought it was going to be one big sleepover with me and all of the funniest writers I know. And it's, it's really just normal life. It's kind of like being a kid and thinking like Christmas is, is going to be awesome. And then it's not, and you just have to like move forward. Why is that the analogy? You got to ask yourself, you got to ask yourself, but anyways, let's get into some segments, shall we? Um, let's start with Let's start with hot girl homework, okay? The hot girl homework is to embrace rest. And rest does not just mean lying in a bed because I don't really know what rest means if I'm being honest. So I'm going to kind of make up a what I think it is right now. And I think rest is anything that feels fun and good and positive and fulfilling and doesn't take out of you. Now, sometimes I actually think the right kind of hangout with a friend can be rest. I really do. And it, it can be refueling. And But you guys, we all know sometimes it's not that. Sometimes spending time with other people is the opposite of rest. But I think there's those rare people where it's very fulfilling and fun and good. I think another form of rest is, I, okay, watching things. But I also have a caveat here, which is I think, you guys, can I just say what sucks so bad about modern life that I'm just not ready to face and accept is that when you find a TV show that you really like and then you watch it all and it's so much fun you're feeling it it's almost like you just fell in love with a new person like oh my god I, I can't wait to see him again like what's he gonna wear tonight oh my god like oh are What's our third date going to be? Like, I'm feeling so much fun. Like, when I I just started watching, for me, the most recent version of this was Love and Death on HBO Max with Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons. And, like, the show is not groundbreaking, but I did really like it. And I liked it so much that it, I felt like I was falling in love with the person. But you know what I'm talking about. Where, like, when you're out... And you're thinking about, oh, I can't wait to get home and watch my show. Or you wake up in the morning and you're like, I guess I could just watch like 20 minutes of it. You know, he <laughs> he um, covers mouth and giggles. But like then you guys seven, eight episodes later and it's just over. And now like picture my hands. I'm go my I'm reaching up, going up the mountain, up the mountain. And then <sighs> roller coaster goes down dip like beep beep like you're just dead like you're so sad you're so low it's over I, I I don't know if I can watch tv anymore I'm too sensitive like I miss the butterflies I felt when I watched Elizabeth Olsen 
do the things she did on the screen that I won't say because I don't want to be a spoiler, but it just, I think that show was so well done and I don't think you should know anything about it at all. I think you should just watch it and the acting is so good and it's only like seven episodes. But again, like I'm, I actually feel like I'm legitimately like feeling some sort of depression that it's over because I'm like, I miss that loving feeling I had for that TV show. What, by the way, now that's sad, but also I'm, as I say it, I'm smiling because I'm so happy when I conjure up the memories of the love I felt for watching a TV show. Um, but that is a great version of rest. You just have to deal with the come down of like, now I'm literally like, what else? Am-? And I have, I, there are so many, basically I would say 99% of the great TV series that everyone has been watching the last 15 years. I have not seen any of them. So I know there's, I have a luxury of options out there, but it's really hard. It's so hard to start a new one. It's so hard. Then when it's old, you're like, what's the rhyme or reason? I'm just going to randomly watch the Sopranos. Like it's going to feel so dated and, but then I know I will get into it, but then it'll be too many episodes. Like there's just so much stupid thoughts going on in my head that whatever. And that, but anyways, embrace rest. That's, I think that's the hot girl homework. I think like, again, we cannot even have fun in life if we don't, it's like, hold on. Sorry. It's like work hard, play hard, rest hard. I want all three. I want to work hard. I want to play hard. I want to rest hard. Man, that sounds so good. Wait, goals. Anyway, um, my taste of the week is going to be, if you've been on my Insta story in the last 24 hours, that will this will come as no surprise, yogurt bowls. <laughs> you guys, I'm declaring it right now, the summer of a fruit and yogurt and honey bowl. And those, they do need a better name and I'll figure it out, but I'm so committed and dedicated to a summer of going to the farmer's market, picking out beautiful fruits, really just actually reaping the benefits of summer fruit. I haven't done that in years. I want to do it this year. I'm going to be in LA most of June. Like that's my commitment to myself. I want to get a bunch of fruit. And also... I'm typically a soft serve girl, right? I love soft serve. I love vanilla flavor. I love tart flavor. Like, and I'm telling you, Greek yogurt, just regular Greek yogurt from the fridge with honey, it really accomplishes everything I needed soft serve to accomplish, tart soft serve to accomplish for me. So I am just going to town on a giant ass bowl of Greek yogurt every kind of beautiful fresh fruit I can get my hands on, my little paws on, um, raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, some bananas are coming through, some kumquats, bitch, um, some persimmons, and pumpkin seeds, maybe some hemp seeds, and then give me a ton of honey bury that bowl with honey and that I want that every night I want that every night this summer until I'm so sick of it that I don't want it anymore 
<laughs> but I don't want that to ever happen because I never want to stop wanting it because it's so good and fulfilling. And the pumpkin seeds are like crunchy and salty. You guys, like you don't understand what I'm saying. You don't understand how important these yogurt bowls are about to be for everybody this summer. That's all. My anti-sadness is we're going back to basics. It's forcing myself to go on my walks. I'm actually renaming my, my walks. They're now called court-ordered mental health walks because without them, I am in such a lull. I'm so not fun as a person. It is, and it's also like so hard to get back on the horse of going on your walks, but I finally got like pushed my ass out there, got out there. You know, a good podcast really helps. And so I'm very proud to say I'm back on my anti-sadness walk game. We might be calling them court-ordered walks from now on. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for being my friend today and for letting me be your friend and existing with me as humiliating as it may be. We're going to do it. We're going to keep going. We're going to touch grass here and there when we can, when we feel like it. And we're fucking going to eat a lot of yogurt and a lot of honey. And it's going to taste better than any dessert ever could. So, and it might be a dessert. Some nights it might be a meal. Who knows? That's how exciting this summer will be. Um, As I said at the, the top of this show, you can get tickets to see me live in your city Raleigh, Atlanta, D.C., Chicago, Boston, New York City, Madison, Detroit. You can get tickets to all those at estronice.com. We're going to have a really fun night. I have a lot of stand-up material I'm really excited to share with you. And I know if you like this podcast, you'll definitely like my stand-up. And I want to do Q&As after and just hear from you guys, connect with you in your city. I cannot wait for that. And that's it. Oh, my God. I'll see you next week. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.